the reason there's so many gay people now is because it's a chemical warfare operation. I have the government documents where they said they're going to encourage homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children. This information spreads six times faster than the truth. That's what we heard on that stand, and I believe it. Alex Jones found a way to monetize that. Boy, did he find a way to monetize it. And in monetizing that, he made a wealth, a huge, huge amount of money. I hope that we never see someone like him again. If you're a new listener, just type in Pentagon tested gay bomb on Iraq. They considered, no, they didn't consider using it. They've used it on our troops. So what's up, diggity dog? <laughs> George and I just signed up with the Senior Citizens Volunteer Agency. Same thing Elaine's doing. Oh, that's too bad. I don't say I didn't try to warn you. What are you talking about? Oh, Jerry, I'm surprised at you. What? It's a con. These agencies are usually a front for some money laundering scheme or they're bunko artists. Bilking people out of their life savings. Oh, yeah. Where did you get this? The alternative media, Jerry. That's where you hear the truth. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Well, I'd say happy Sunday to everybody, but it's Tisha B'Av. Even though it's really not. It's the day after Tisha B'Av, but because Tisha B'Av was on a Saturday, we commemorate it today. So everybody have a sad, boring, depressing lamentations of a day. Okay. My day started that way. Well, there you go. <laughs> See? We're, we're, yeah. This this whole religion thing, what the frock? I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, it is. There you go. Unless unless we're both doctors, and then it, and then it's going to be like, what the doc or what's From up? What doc? I hear, we are now both doctors. Is that correct? We are. That is. Yeah, I received my honorary uh, doctorate of divinity. So now I'm Colonel Rabbi Doctor Dave, and I don't even know what I am now. Right now, let's see. How do you which doctor? Rabbi, not Rabbi, Doctor Fryer. No, which what goes before Fryer? I don't know. Lord, Laird of Laird of Laird of Oakdale, Laird of Oakdale. Hmm. Yeah. All I kinds of these meaningless titles, aren't they great? They're, they're pretty fun. <laughs> Except for you, use yours on yes, your do. applications. <laughs> Nobody's questioning it yet either. Did you say honorary? No, just a idiot, Doctor of Divinity. Nobody says nothing. So there you go. Well, it's been an interesting week. Um, my sister called me late last night, said her air conditioning's mm-hmm. out in Oklahoma. Yuck. So I said, uh, did you clean the filters? Did it ice over? Yeah, I know I'm supposed to do that, but that doesn't mean it gets done. Yeah. So, well, this <laughs> is what happens when you don't. So <laughs> get on it. Oh, well. Yeah. Tuesday. So our anniversary is the day after tomorrow, the ninth. Okay. But Cammy's going to be working. So we decided that we were going to take our anniversary trip a week early. And normally yeah. we like to go, you know, someplace nice. And last year we went to Leavenworth for three days. It was a great, great okay. trip. And in the past we've gone some other places, uh, poor towns and, and the like. So this year she picks the place and we go to Ocean Shores, which is a beautiful beach town mm-hmm. in south southwestern washington there's two of them ocean shores and long beach 
Okay. Long Beach boasts having the longest beach in the world. It's not, but that's what they. Uh, I was going to say there's other, I know there's other beaches right. that are longer. Right. Still nice. Yeah. And they have a restaurant there that Ben really likes because they have pancakes that are literally 18 inches wide. I mean, okay. he thinks that's just the bee's knees. Imagine the spatula to turn that puppy. Yeah. I'm now I'm now I am imagining the spatula to turn that. I mean, that's kind of funny. Anyway, <laughs> point of all this being that this year it was just going to be the two of us. So we, she wanted to go to Ocean Shores because in Ocean Shores is a place she likes to go, which is the casino. Okay. Is that an right. Indian gaming? It is, casino? in fact, in a, an Indian gaming casino because that's pretty much all you right. have here. Yeah, Indian Native American, casinos. I guess, is what right. they call it. But can't swing a dead cat on a six foot string without hitting an Indian gaming facility here. Uh, yeah. Or a cigarette store, one of the two. So anyway, we go. And I want to be on record here. I hate casinos. Just absolutely really? hate them. Loathe them. What do you hate about them? All right. So <laughs> we don't <laughs> go at ask. two in the we don't we don't go at midnight, ten o'clock at sure. night. So that means all the card tables are closed. Which the only game I like to gamble on is cards because it's the only game yeah. that I actually am not good at it. But I understand it. At least I know I'm trying to do something. And you feel have that you have some control. Over I'm it. trying to. I'm playing against somebody. I'm. I'm yeah. trying to beat some. Now, when we go to the casinos at noon, the only games open are the slot machines, which well, I that's a bummer. I hate because yeah. again, these things are made for people with ADHD, which is not me. Yeah, I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do. They're horrible now. Right. So I finally figured out that what I'm supposed to do is put in my $20 and push the button. Yeah. And at random intervals, the machine will decide, oh, you got a free sped or something else. Yeah. So I play this thing for like 25 minutes and I'm just getting more and more frustrated because I have no clue what these little means. I don't. Yeah. And it doesn't stay there long enough for me to read it to go, oh, I needed to get one more of those or two more of those. Yeah. Not realizing that I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You just press the button. Dave. Right. Press the button. Decide how much you want to bet. <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting more and more frustrated. In fact, I'm getting so frustrated with this thing that my wife who is at the machine next to me. Keeps leaning over to tell me to calm down and push this <laughs> and relax. Do that. The, the, what do they call it? They're not security people, but they're like the floor people that go around She's trying, or whatever. Right. She keeps coming over to tell me that, look, all you got to do is push the button. And it's, it's pissing me off because again, this is not gambling. No. I mean, I guess it is, but it's not really, it's not even buying a lottery ticket. I'm not even picking my own numbers. No. Right. So I'm getting very frustrated with this thing. And finally, after about 25 minutes of this, the machine, I guess, decides that if, if I don't start doing something for him he's going he's he's likely to put a fist through this thing so i better i'm sure that's what the machine was thinking yeah so it decides to give me the the bonus round oh there you go now the bonus round again you don't do anything Mm -hmm. it just says here we're going to do a bonus round and then it plays 10 games for you yeah which i have nothing to do with Mm -hmm. again but this time the machine says, hey, today's Dave's lucky day. And my wife leans over and says, hey, congratulations, you got the bonus round. And at the end of the bonus round, 
I have won $47.18. There you go. Did you cash out at that point in time? I did. Okay. Because I thought it isn't going to get any better than this. Mm-hmm. I should cash out. I should, should take advantage of the fact that I'm now 100% ahead because I bet 20 to start with. And yeah. I'm walking away with $47.18, which means I won $27.18. I feel like I've taken the casino for everything I can get. Did it make your frustration a little better? For a moment. (laughs) For a moment, it did. For a moment, I was feeling very good about myself and very positive and thinking, see, the good guys win every now and then. So I get my ticket. Cammy says, let's go to the cashier and cash it out for you. So we walk across the casino, which is not an easy task because, you know, there's distractions. Sure. Oh, look at this. This one over here. And a free coffee machine. Okay. So we finally get to, which is weird because they also have a coffee bar where you can pay money to have coffee made. But (laughs) anyway, so we get to the cashier's desk and Cammy says to me, wait, cash this one too. And hands me a ticket <laughs> for $171. The same game. Yeah. And Pressing I looked at her and said, buttons. wait, I win $47. You won $170. And she says, no. And she holds up another ticket for $500. Oh, <laughs> For pressing a button. For pressing a button. Yeah. Now I don't feel so good. Now I'm feeling very less than manly. How's that put, mm-hmm. you know, on my anniversary trip, no less. Yeah, so, it's a shame that they didn't have any card tables open because, you know, yeah. I know in Vegas they do. They I mean, if I'm gonna lose, there's like yeah. one or two, but. If I'm going to lose money. I want to lose <laughs> money knowing what, knowing that I'm losing money. Yeah. Not just pushing a button. So yeah. anyway, that's, I said, you know what we should do? We should go for a walk on the beach because. Otherwise, I'm going <laughs> to, A, I'm not going to let you spend this $700, which will yeah. just about cover the cost of our trip anyway. Yeah. So, so we went for a walk on the beach and took some pictures and said, I love you and yada, yada, yada. You know how it goes. Yeah. But I can't get past this fact that my wife is a better button pusher than me because I am a fire control technician, ballistic missile. Yeah. I it's am a professional a button pusher. Total luck, Dave. Total luck. I mean, it's not like you had any control whatsoever. It's just the machine you sat down at. If you had sat at her machine, of course, I don't know. How much did she put into a start? Was it 20? No idea. Probably 20. I mean, we, we took $100 out to start with. Okay. And kind of split that up. But but I'm so cheap that I won't, you know, I'm not putting that whole yeah. $50 in there. I'm, well, I do the same thing at Blackjack, you know, drop 20 on a table. And then once it's gone, I leave the table. Right. You know, if I double it, okay, I put the 20 back in my in my pocket and keep playing. See, we're not the head. people that casinos are designed to make money from. We're not, we're no. not the people that casinos really like, because not only are we doing that, but we're drinking their free drinks yeah. and, and eating their cheap food. And well, and I told you what I did with, uh, when I took my son to Vegas for his 21st birthday, I went to show him what blackjack was. Cause he's not a gambler, but he did that. He did the stupid slot machines. And that's where I discovered their nonsense. Now right. they don't make any sense but you know walk up to a blackjack table and i'm the only one there you know my son's there with me and you know say i'm gonna play a hand 
immediately get blackjack. I'm like, okay, son, this is not how it works. So I'm going to play one more hand. I get just, 20 just to show and, you that and this one is not again. I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk away from the table now because, because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to, I'm going to, and, and that, that, you know, that's how they get you, I guess. And yeah. Most people don't have enough discipline. Although my wife was, was disciplined enough. She, she got, she said, I got the 500 figured I'd better yeah. cash that out, put it away. Yeah. So she did. And then she said, well, I might as well keep playing. And that's when she gets the $171 one. Ah. Figure she better cash that one out. And that's when I had my great moment of hitting my $47.18 and going, yeah. And <laughs> just the look on her face when she handed me that ticket was like, well, wow. so speaking of Native American gaming institutions, California, you don't know, you probably don't know about this day, but we have an initiative on the ballot for the, the, the smaller tribes that don't, they can't compete with the larger tribes to get money. So they're asking from public funds to help, to help them actually is to help all native Americans and the homeless. It's the stupidest ads that we're seeing right now, because yeah, if you vote, you'll help, you'll help the small tribes. They don't really play up the fact you're going to help the big tribes that already have the gaming casinos and you'll help the homeless. Help the homeless do what? Go to the casino. I have no idea. It's just, it'll be funds for the homeless. I think they lumped that in there because they, you know, they're showing these, this very small group of pitiful American native American people right. that, that like, we don't have the funds of the big gaming tribes. So help us out and give us money. Uh, <laughs> Why don't they have the money? I'm, I'm confused. What, what, what are they doing? I, I have no idea. What are they doing wrong? Well, they're obviously not making friends with the right did, people. Did they not get a sweetheart deal from Arnold Schwarzenegger as well? I guess not. Because that's what some of the tribes did. Yeah. Oh, well. That wasn't the worst part of the whole trip. The worst part of the whole trip was coming home. We, we went an hour out of our, our way to my okay. favorite burger joint, a place called Mrs. Okay. Beasley's in Toledo, Washington, which if you've never been there, if you're headed north on I-5, it's easy in out if you're headed south on i5 it's a little more complicated but point is they're fantastic burgers okay so i got my my fantastic burger my fries the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. and then discovered that the place is for sale oh no and i'm like crap now change of management change quality this and then we we headed home exactly two hours from from mrs beasley's to my house Huntley Manor in Silverdale, Washington. Mm-hmm. And upon arrival, it was something was going on. And I found myself in desperate need mm-hmm. of a cup of coffee. Okay. I don't remember why. Now, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I can't remember Wednesday. I can't remember what happened Wednesday. I can't remember why I needed coffee because but I went, needed it, but I needed it. And I went to get a cup of coffee and in the, Literally 24 hours that we were gone. My Keurig mm-hmm. machine, my beloved Keurig machine. Yes. Is broken. How did it break? No one knows. None of the people who we left here drink coffee. Huh? My son and the person that was watching him, neither of them drink coffee. But my Keurig machine no longer functions. When was the last time you used it? The day before? The day before. Well, the day of that morning, I had coffee and everything was fine. But now my Keurig machine doesn't work. Now, 
my entire life, the entire yeah. existence of Dave has been called into question because my wife wins more money than I do at a stupid game. Did she at least money. offer to buy you a new Keurig with her winning? She did offer me. She did offer okay. to buy me a new Keurig. However, well, that's, comma, that's cool. I'm, I'm reticent to do so because uh-huh. this has compelled me to start uh, brewing coffee again, which okay. the last couple of days I've been doing, which frankly is really good. Although I use my Ninja for that yeah. where I could do a cup. I could do a, a large cup or I have like a travel, a travel mug right. that I do or a full pot right. and I have a grinder have a, that grinds the coffee into yeah. whatever I want. Yeah. I have that. And I have, I, I've been using a, uh, an actual percolator on okay. the stovetop and it's really good. In fact, Cammy got home from work yesterday and she says, that smells really good. I said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Should I really How go long does it in? take to percolate? About 15 minutes. That's not bad. It's not horrible, no. Sometimes it can be you know, life-changing, but but as a yeah. general rule, no. I haven't hit the situation yet where, where the only situation I've hit is like this morning yeah. when Rod calls and says, hey, my head hurts. I don't know if I'm going to be ready to go. So I wasn't ready to go at 830, which is when I was supposed to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. But at, at 829, he texts me and says, hey, I'm ready to go anyway. And I said, yeah, I'll just got to go make coffee. And I'd already made a pot of coffee in the percolator, but I had to heat it back up again. So that's the only place I've really hit a problem with it. But, you know, at any rate, that was my week. I, I won $47 and 18 cents. Well, my congratulations wife on that. Won almost $700 playing the same stupid game. Yeah. My mother had that luck when she, she'd go to the Jackson ranch, the Jackson Rancheria, I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So her and my stepfather would go on their anniversary and things like that. And she'd be the, she was the lucky one. She'd end up winning something. Well, the problem we got around here is that there's casinos. There are three casinos within 20 minutes of here. And, you know, in, when I was in Modesto, I think the closest casino was the Black Oak, wasn't it? Up in Jamestown or wherever the heck that was. It's way something up in the like hills. That. And we would have to, we'd have to drive for hours. And and then the radio station hit on this idea of, hey, let's take a bus up to the Black Oak Casino. Let's take, take a party bus, up there, which, <laughs> which was a great idea going up, coming back, not so much. Blah. Because as the local regional talent host of this whole thing, they would give mm-hmm. me free drinks, which coming back on that winding road yeah. <laughs> didn't always go so well. But anyway, that was, that was a story <laughs> for another day. So I have a theory. Okay. That I have long proposed, I've long been a proponent of this theory. Okay. Which is that while I love radio and I love working in radio, I love being on the radio. I love everything really about radio, the exception of the management. Most of it anyway. Yeah. Some of it's good. But, and the callers. And the, yes, I hate callers. <laughs> Everybody should understand that. If you are one of those people that call radio shows, just stop. You suck. I'm, I'm telling you. I don't care how long you've sat there and said to yourself, I have this brilliant thing to say and the host is really going to love it. And I'm going to call up and, and then, and then it'll sound, it doesn't matter. It could be Einstein's theory of relativity and here's how it will sound. Are you ready? Be the, be the show host. Okay. Well, I'll take your caller number one. Rod, is that you? Am I on the air? Go ahead. Caller number one. You're on the air. Can you hear me? (laughs) You're on the air. Are you, are you sure? I'm, I'm getting an echo. <laughs> Turn off your radio. Hey, Rod, I, I just wanted to call and tell you that I really, really love your show. It's 
great. My mom loves it too. She's in the basement. Okay. 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 Yeah. Nice. I have this. Thanks. I have this thought about the topic, but it's the topic from yesterday. Okay. You, you, you got 10 seconds left. Hurry up. Brontosaurus <laughs> are break. really, really big in the middle. But Thank they're you, number one. skinny Dumb on button. both ends. <laughs> out there. Rod, can you hear me? Am I still on the air? That's how you sound. I don't care how brilliant your call is in your head. That's what I you almost sound called like. you once. You, I, I never told you that. I almost right. called you once, but I, I did a lot of driving when I was listening right. to your show. Oh, that's and, even and worse. So, and I was out in the country, so I'm like, eh, it's spotty. I'm not going to do that. Right, because now you're on a cell phone, and believe me, mm-hmm. cell phones don't sound really good either. In yeah. fact, Rod, in, in fact, this little inside baseball here. So John used to smoke. I don't know. I don't know if he still does or not. I don't think he does. Are you throwing up in that cup? Okay. No, I was, I was, so, it was like a, a little coffee bubble that was preventing right. the liquid from coming out. So I was blowing into it. So I used to steal the cellophane off, off John's cigarette packages and I would keep okay. it in the studio. Yeah. And if I got a caller like that, I would start doing that. Yeah. Sorry, man. That, that phone's really bad and hang up on him. Cause I hate caller. You all suck. You, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. You think you're great. You think you're brilliant. You think you have something intelligent to say and you don't. You're boring. You're distracting. You just suck. So why does Bill allow callers? Then? Because this is the model. This is why I allowed callers. Because yeah. the AM talk radio model is, quote unquote, caller driven. Is that the man on the street type of interview type things that they do with the news? Well, no, it's, it, it goes back to psychology. It's, okay. it's the average talk radio listener is alone, wants to yell at something, okay. and wants to laugh. And okay. so for some reason, about 1% of call, and, and this is the, the key is that only about 1% of the people who are listening ever call a show. Sure. And believe me, it's the worst 1%. <laughs> oh, that was a great call. We'll tell you. Thanks for that. Great call. We will say yeah. sarcastically because we don't actually mean it. You suck. I remember some of those Dave diamond calls that you used oh to get. God. Dave, Dave, can you hear me? My favorite, still my all time favorite call. After, the, after we changed the name of the show, yeah. unwillingly, we didn't want to. We were told we had to. Um, so we changed the name. So everything is the same, except that instead of Afternoons Live with Dave and John, it's now the mm-hmm. Dave Bowman Show. That's it. It's the only thing that's changed yeah. from Friday to Monday. That's it. That's all, literally the only thing that's changed. And about a week later, I'm getting a call from this old guy who's like, yeah, I really love your show, Dave. Thanks for doing this. I didn't like that Dave Diamond guy. You're way better. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Callers, you suck. Anyway, which is yeah. none of which is my theory in radio. So okay. God got me distracted on callers. Sorry. I do that. Callers are a passionate thing about. It. This is the one thing I really like about the Jesse Kelly show is that he's the one national guy that will tell you that callers suck. Stop, <laughs> stop calling me. And I used to do this. I used to turn the phones off so that you couldn't call the show. And John That's would funny. have to constantly remind me, are you going to turn those on? No. Got to the point during Constitution Thursday where I would just turn them off because, and I say this politely, you're not helping. No. So anyway, point being that uh, I have this theory about radio, which is that if you want to make money in radio, now you can make a little bit of money. When when I was working in radio from 2007 to Uh 2015, I made $10 an hour to do the afternoon's live show. Yuck. $10 an hour. That's not good, Dave. No, it wasn't. And the theory is you make money on endorsements and the likes of that. And I did make some, mm-hmm. 
the first year I was in radio, I made about $40,000 doing endorsements. Uh, not too shabby. But then the recession hit. I'm sorry. Was it actually a recession? Do we know? How many quarters of decline I, was it? I don't know. But was that when the bubble burst? Yeah. It was the bubble bursting. It was Rush Limbaugh and his Sandra Fluke thing. All of the stuff hit at once. Mm-hmm. And so the next year I made about 5000 in, in endorsement Yikes. fees. So uh, I never made a lot of money in radio. But a lot of people, some people are making money in radio. Mm-hmm. Some people. Rush Limbaugh made money in radio. You know how he made money in radio? Number one, he did endorsements. But, but Rush Limbaugh made money in signing a ridiculous $400 million or something like that contract. Yeah. In which he got paid up front. Oh, there you go. So he got paid before he ever went on the air. And I think it was like half up front. And then it was amortized over the, the, the next five or six years, or whatever it was. Okay. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, the stations have to pay that. Ugh. So KFIV is kicking into that. Mm-hmm. While all this other crap is going on. Anyway, point being of all this, that he made money that way. Sean Hannity does the same thing. But there are other people that make money in radio by being, and I'm going to use a term here that's technical, it's scientific, and I hope you can keep up with this. I, I don't mean to get, I, it's too much inside baseball sometimes, I realize, mm-hmm. but this is the only term that I can apply to it, and it's really scientific. You ready? Sure. That shit crazy. Okay. He batshit crazy for money. That's how you make money in radio. Yeah. You say the most outrageous, ridiculous, insane things you can the art possibly bell. save. It's Art Bell. Yeah. It's a great example of it. And you'll make money. People will people will buy any crap thing you sell on your website, including mm-hmm. what it was those those five G rejection pennants and oh, yeah. those stupid hats and they'll buy anything. And the day I announced this theory in the radio room, one of the people that was there said, so why aren't you being crazy for money? I said, because I have a soul. I can't, I can't do that. There's no way I could keep a straight face and sit here and espouse some of the things that are being espoused by these crazy people, the Hal Suttons of the world. Yeah. Aliens landing. Right. Russians sinking submarines off Alaska, that kind of crap. Yeah. So this all, of course, came to head this week when the king of all this bullshit, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm using language that I wouldn't normally use, but, but you got to understand. Alex Jones found himself on trial this week for his ridiculous take on Sandy Hook. And number one, now he admits that he was, he was wrong, sure. which is funny for all you people that, that worship Alex Jones and everything. Okay. Was he lying then or is he lying now? Because either way, yeah. he's lying. One of the two. Uh-huh. Um, so they hit him with this $4.5 million damages. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, $4.5 million? I mean, the guy's yeah. business selling goop crap. Okay, a little inside secret for you. The same company that makes the Alex Jones crap that you can buy on his website is yeah. the same company that makes the stuff that Gwyneth Paltrow sells on Goop. <laughs> look it up. It's on the internet. You can look it up yourself. Badge scented candles. Right. It's the same company that makes all this crap. Okay. So anyway, 4.5. He's, he's worth somewhere between 270 and $300 million mm-hmm. that he's made selling this thing. Apparently there are texts because his lawyer's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are texts involved against this lawyer. 
Right. Making eighty eight hundred thousand dollars a day sometimes selling crap off his website. You people are stupid for buying this crap. I'm sorry. You're just morons. Don't call shows. This proves that if you've ever called a radio show and bought something from Alex Jones or Gwyneth Paltrow, you're too stupid to call radio shows. Yeah. Those candles blow up, by the way. They blow up. Of course they do. (laughs) Anyway. So I guess the next day they hit him with a $45 million Uh punitive damages. And... There's a part of me that's celebrating this. This is a part of me that's been calling for this for years because this is so outrageous. This, this, yeah. Right after Cammie and I got married, and we got married in 2009, August 9th, as a matter of fact, um, <laughs> for some reason, Alex Jones used to, fo- he used to follow me on KWSX. Really? So KFIV would have Rusty and KWSX would okay. have Alex. And for some reason, I, I preferred to listen to KWSX because uh-huh. they had the ports on and the pre anyway. So we're driving home somewhere or something and, and Alex is on, he's going on about vaccines. And of course, Cammy is just screaming. Yeah. I mean, scream ready to punch things. And I had to turn it off because she, he just had her so wound up with, with his mm-hmm. BS. Right. Like so, you playing a slot machine. Right. So for years I've, I've made fun of AJ. Yeah. It's on the internet. You can look it up. It's turning the frogs gay. so there was a part of me that when they announced this 45 million dollar punitive damages i was Mm -hmm. like yeah but there's a part of me that's concerned about it too because there are other issues here number one 45 million he's going to write a check for 45 million dollars and go you know i'm i'm off and running um it's not really going to hurt him despite his despite his uh prosecuting attorney's call to shut him down by by punishing him, $45 yeah. million is not going to shut down Alex Jones or Info's war. No, they'll make that back the first year. Easily. Easily. In, in, in fact, they'll probably make it up in the first 24 hours because they'll run some stupid campaign about, mm-hmm. they tried to shut us down. This is your chance to support us and to show them that, that we stand for it. Never, never realizing that what, you, what he's asking, what he's actually saying to you is, hey, I need $45 million. Yeah. It, it, it's no different than a TV preacher, really, isn't it? Yeah. If only I'd had that money back that we sent that hockey preacher that was screwing the hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. But people are going to do it, which just utterly amazes me and reinforces my idea that, you know, be crazy on the air and you'll make money. Yeah. But sooner or later, you're going to say something so insanely stupid that people are going to get mad and they're going to sue you and you're going to have to end up admitting that you were wrong, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. No, I was wrong. So the question, though, is that is there a First Amendment issue here? In other words, I can go on the air, Rod. I can sit mm-hmm. here on this show and tell you about the Medal of Honor that I won in Iraq in, in 1991. I can tell you about how I personally saved General Norman Schwarzkopf from an Iraqi battalion of, mm-hmm. of terrorists and and in doing so, I, I I saved an entire division, the first Marine division, because of my genius and my my bravery and how I won the I was awarded the Medal of Honor, but they had to keep it secret because some of the stuff that I was involved with was. But, but I can tell you all about that. And as long as I don't make money from that, the Supreme Court says that's protected speech. Huh. So if you make one penny, that's the theory. 
So is okay. there a First Amendment issue with Alex Jones saying that Sandy Hook didn't happen? Not just saying that, but I mean, he went on for years about it didn't happen. Yeah. And his followers, some of whom actually called his show, which is yet more proof that these people are morons, mm-hmm. took it upon themselves then to go and and call the actual people who were there and involved and tell them that they were lying. Yeah. Is he responsible for that? And how much money did he make off this? Well, I mean, that's that's the question, right? If he's making money off of it and if that's the standard. But again, as you say, First Amendment should come into play. It shouldn't be about whether or not you make money off of it or not. So let's let's look at a related story then. Okay. Okay. Project Veritas. Yes. Now I am a very unusual in the conservative chat mm-hmm. world. In that I will tell you point blank, and I've said this from day one, I don't trust Project Veritas. Sorry, just don't. There's a reason why I don't trust him when that very simply is Professor Owlett teaches that if you're reading history mm-hmm. and everything you read fits your ideology, fits yeah. your thought process every perfectly, there's no questions whatsoever. You're not reading history, you're reading ideology. Project Veritas never shows you ever the rest of the story. Am I supposed to believe that, let's say the abortion clinic one, that every employee there that they interviewed, every single person there said exactly the same thing, that nobody in that place ever said, no, we don't do that, or anything else? No, they they present the story as as they want you to see it. Exactly. It is manipulated. It is. It's edited. That's part of the problem. And it only presents the side they want you to see. And for that reason, I have never trusted Project Veritas. Well, me saying that is the same thing as Stanford basically saying the same thing in their newspaper. Don't trust them because they don't tell the whole story. Yeah. Project Veritas sued Stanford for $150 million saying it's defamation. I don't understand how it's defamation. And neither did the judge. The judge said, how is that defamation? Yeah. They couldn't prove it. And so now Project Veritas has a $150 million legal services bill uh-huh. as the case got thrown out. And the first thing they cry is First Amendment. Hmm. Does it apply? Should it apply? Well, but they brought the suit. So they I mean, brought the suit. They so said you defamed us because you said we're not telling the whole truth and nothing but yeah. the truth. Well, I don't think Project Veritas is either, but I'm not Stanford, so I don't have billion dollars and yeah. stuff. So not to mention the fact Project Veritas has never heard of me, never will. No. Well, I, I don't, I've never trusted them from day one. Well, def- defaming would be that you're, oh, you know, they're, it's not just that you don't trust them. It would be that they're, they're falsifying They're not telling the whole truth. Yeah. Right. Is there a difference between falsifying information and just not telling the whole truth? What if I tell something that's true? In other words, this employee did sit down and did say these things on video, yeah. hidden video. Is that the whole story, though? That's not the whole story. And how do I know that you didn't edit something out of there yeah. or edit something into there? Yeah. How do I even know? This is my question. How do I even know that that's an employee? How do I know that that isn't just you with an actor, <laughs> an actor sitting down at a thing? You know, you can look it up on the Internet. It's true. How do I know that that's not just somebody you just hired to sit in a coffee shop somewhere and 
And well, they, how do they I know? do typically provide some background and we'll show, you know, pictures of like LinkedIn profiles or stuff like that. Ooh, because those can't be faked. Well, yeah. I just, I'm always cautious about something that just, it, it, yeah, it's what the rabbis say. If two people agree on everything, one of them isn't necessary. Yeah. If Project Veritas is only going to tell me exactly what I already believe, why, why do I need them? And, I do, and that's I the do like I them as an outlet for people to come and, and, and basically tell their story for, you know, workers from the, yeah, because I think uh, we, we do need something like that. I mean, WikiLeaks was out there for a while and that, that kind of got tainted with the Assange stuff, but I don't I do, know. I, I think there's an outlet for it, but there's a part of me that says, okay, if, if you go on the air and say something insane, and this is something that I've long had an issue with. Where's the accountability? Hal Sutton is a great example of this. Hal Sutton talking about, you know, American submarine being sunk a couple mm-hmm. of years ago and, and never having to deal with the fallout of living in a submarine community where wives and families were yeah. like, what's this guy talking about? Yeah. You know, um, and then turning around and saying, Hey, I need $3,000 by tomorrow or I'm not going to be on the air anymore. Well, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be on the air to begin with. Yeah. Same with, with, with Alex Jones and InfoWars and, you know, again, if everything you hear, you agree with, you're not listening to to something intelligent. You're listening to ideology. Mm -hmm. You're, you're no different than. Except our listeners, our listeners are great. Well, yeah, but they disagree with us too. Well, yeah, I suppose they do. I hope they do. I hope you disagree with us. us. I I hope you disagree with us because if you just, you know. Seriously, it's the same thing I say about my show. If you just buy everything I say, well, you're as dumb as the people that call radio shows. (laughs) Anyway, that's my theory about radio. The way to get rich in radio is to to be crazy. But the problem is sooner or later, you're going to say something too crazy and you're going to end up in court. and You're going to have to admit that you lied. And then they're going to take all that money away from or at least part of that money away from you. So our listeners can send their disagreements to WTF at whatthefrock.org or to Dave at whatthefrock.org or Rod at whatthefrock.org. And if you do want to send us money, there's a link there, too, to do that. So I didn't even realize. Do we have stuff. a link for money? I didn't know that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we don't. I don't. Who knows? <laughs> you can send us money, though. Not going to be crazy for it, but anyway, there you go. That's... uh That's my rant for the day. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Bill Mick with WMMB Radio in Melbourne, Florida, where we have a governor that will actually stand for what's right. My show airs mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Every day we discuss news, politics, and social issues that impact us all. Tuesdays in our 8 o'clock hour, Dave joins me for something we call Dave Does History, where Dave brings us events from our past that contain lessons for right now. To listen live, find WMMB on the iHeartRadio app. Or catch up with us, the Space Coast Morning Conversation, and our podcast at BillMick.com. That's M-I-C-K, like E-Y Mouse, except we still get the genders binary, unlike the corporate wonks at the Mouse House. Welcome back. I am Friar Rod. Dr. Friar Rod. Dr. Friar Rod. Yeah, thank you. Rabbi. Here to help. Doctor. 
So, well, this is the time of the show that we go into our, our WTF, What the Frock Stories. And, and so today, Dave, you know, this in and of itself, uh, some guy, a Florida man, no less, going and, and stealing a parrot wouldn't be a big deal. It wouldn't make name, the news. It would be news. No, it's, his, his name, name Bill? is not Bill. Oh. No. <laughs> um, his name is Justin Peters, but uh, uh, that's not what he's known by. Yeah, so this this guy he steals a parrot and this woman is distraught. But this guy this guy goes by the name of and is known by the name Redbeard. Mm. Redbeard of course stole he a parrot. Arr. I'm thinking that it, that if you if you go by a pirate's moniker that you know if you're if a parrot goes missing you're going to automatically be a, a suspect. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, because it just seems to go together. So that's kind of my WTF story because it's, it's just, it was too ironic. You know, sadly he did injure the bird. So, I mean, that that's not, not good, but dude, come on, red beard. Come on. Don't, don't steal parrots. Mm. Didn't he teach him to bird dirty words or something? He, no, but uh, that's something oh. I'd do. Well, me too, but say breastfeed, say breastfeed. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, add titty chips to my to my shopping list. <laughs> I added titty chips to your shopping list. <laughs> so as you know, I enjoy science a great yes. deal. And I'm very excited about the new James Webb telescope. It's awesome. showing us vu- views of the universe, which we never imagined, mm-hmm. including recently a picture that was posted by a French scientist on Twitter of a close-in planet, and I'm, I'm trying to remember, is it um, Alpha Centauri? I don't know. It's a, it's a nearby planet, and I, I, Proxima Centauri, the closest star to the okay. sun, located 4.2 light years from, just taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. And it's a shocking picture because all of a sudden it looks like we're looking at our own sun, 4.2 yeah. light years away. Yeah. And, of course... This created a great deal of stir in the scientific community, including myself, who almost retweeted this. Uh-huh. Fortunately, I hesitated, probably because I was distracted by that stupid machine going. Yeah. And a few minutes later, someone pointed out, wait, that seems like a lot of detail for something 4.2 miles, yeah. 4.2 light years away. At which point, the same guy retweeted or tweeted again, well, when it's time for the aperitif, cognitive biases seem to have a field day. Beware then of them. According to contemporary cosmology, no object belonging to Spanish charcuterie exists anywhere but on Earth, which loses a lot in the translation. Yeah. What he's actually saying is, this is not, in fact, a picture of Proxima Centauri. This is, in fact, a picture of sausage. It's like sausage. But it looks like a star, and he tweeted it as the latest James it Webb does. telescope. It really it, does. It really does. I mean, when you're looking at it, you're going, wow, that could be that could be a star 4.2 light years away. It looks like one spicy sausage, though. But it's chorizo. Okay, it's chorizo. Sausage. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh. And, of course, this became an issue because he was forced, I guess, to admit that it was chorizo. The scientist, uh, the post was retweeted and commented upon by thousands of users who took the scientist at his word. He later admitted that the image was, in fact, a close-up slice of chorizo taken against a black background. 
Well, <laughs> when it's cocktail hour, cognitive bias seems to find plenty to enjoy. Beware of it. <laughs> After facing backlash from members of the online community for the prank, he wrote, in view of certain comments, I feel obliged to specify that this tweet showing an alleged picture was a joke. It's not really a joke if you have to explain it. It's not funny if you have to explain it. But I, I think the problem is, is that you know people take, he's a scientist, right? Right. So everything so he says they, is true. Yeah. It has to be. Because if it's not true, well, then what? I mean, yeah. anyway, I just, I thought it was hysterical. I See, scientists have this reputation of being a bunch of stuffy... Sheldon Cooper-esque people who are, who have no sense of humor at all. They're just a little socially inept, usually. Right. They have problems communicating. Yeah. I thought it was funny. And and the fact that it was in French is what made it really funny. Because oh, yeah. now, now Americans, they they just hit that, like I do, they hit the translate tweet button. And as you can see, the translation isn't always. No. It, it loses something. That's <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais and, quoi. uh. <laughs> In the process of that, it you know, retweet. Look at this picture that the James Webb Space, space, space Telescope. It's already taken some pretty amazing pictures, but frankly, if the if the original tweet doesn't come from their official account, yeah, I keep waiting for the one showing a, one of the moons of tight moons of Saturn being made of cheese. That's That'd be funny. Opinion. That would be hysterical, but it's the kind of thing that makes me say, "WTF." Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And we are both doctors of divinity. So if you have any theological questions, feel free to ask them to us. We will be happy to answer them. Doctor, doctor. Which is what we are hit with in news. I don't know why you would care about. I didn't have any this week, Dave. I couldn't find any. Because we're going to have some here. You ready? I'm ready. I mean, not only do we have a new gay slasher film, this slash that. Or okay. this slash they, okay. they slash them, something, something that effect has a, it's a new slasher film that's set in a, a, um, camp for re, re-indoctrination for conversion therapy. Okay. So you take a bunch of gay trans people, put them in a camp and they convert them back into straight people. Right. You sure. The, so they, those they, hate field people, right. They've decided to set a slasher film in one of these, in one of these <laughs> camps, which is a great idea in principle. It doesn't work in execution because um, at one point the characters mm-hmm. go 100% glee and start singing the pink song about oh, great. yourself. Acapella. There's, there's no music. Okay. And even, even the gay film reviewers are like, this is just too much cringe. This yeah. Just, yeah. It just, it doesn't work. Anyway, that's news. You don't want to care about Addison Ray. I have no clue who Addison Ray is. Don't I've have heard the name, but I don't know. She is the best friend of Courtney Kardashian Barker and a TikTok star. Which again, let me say this about TikTok. TikTok is a 100% communist Chinese party controlled app. It, if you are is. using it, you you're a moron because you're just giving all your information to communist China. Anyway, she's apparently on TikTok. I have no idea who she's. She uh, she's in hot water. And I, and not, not a 
hot tub type top water. She's okay. in hot water for a new bikini that she was wearing. Okay. She has a new clothing line and her new bikini, the top on the one side, it's a white bikini. On the one side, it says father. On the other side, it says son. And you can pretty much assume where it says Holy Spirit. Yes. And this has caused outrage. This is offensive. This is insane. This is problematic because now all of a sudden, well, so, I mean, let's see, I'm literally a Christian said one, and I think this is so cute. Adidas makes the bikini. Okay. But did not appear to publicly have commented because the rage that had been caused. Further Twitter user added, if Addison Ray was mocking any other religion, she'd be trending and getting canceled right now. But since it's Christianity, yeah. it's okay. Let's see, you aren't really going to I'd sell a father, son, and Holy that Spirit off right now. Yes, that's what I would you take that off, young lady. <laughs> the problem is, and see, this is, I, I don't know why anybody would care about this. I really don't. Number one, I'd never heard of Addison Wright. Never. No. And, and unfortunately, I know who Kourtney Kardashian is. Sadly, but, yeah. But not for the reasons you might think. But, but I didn't know she had a best friend. And I never watched TikTok because, no. again, it's communist Chinese. The brand is called Praying by Adidas. Well, you know what Adidas stands for, right? All day I dream about sex. Yeah, all day. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that back in the 70s. man. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Product description on the Praying website says, Incredible faith power hearing, triangle tie side, peace be on you and with your spirit. <laughs> this isn't even, isn't even the good English. I mean, no. Anyway. So you can buy this thing online. I don't know maybe, why you would care, maybe, but apparently maybe she people put it are on offended. to be baptized. I don't know. I mean, okay. See now in your, would you guys do that? Would you be okay with that? See in ours, you got, well, no, they, they get a, they get a t-shirt. Typically they get a free t-shirt that says something about the church logo or something. I identify with Christ. Or oh, something I, went, like I that. got baptized when all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> See, I'd buy one. It's of those. not like that, but it it, it is kind of like that. <laughs> you, you get so let me get this straight. You guys conduct a wet T-shirt contest. It's parents. a black T-shirt. It's not white. It's not see-through. Mm. Oh, well, I'm, I'm telling you, you're missing out on a marketing opportunity here. Obviously, so you might want to <laughs> see some. See some be, seventy-year-old woman in a bikini that says "Father Son." You know, I, I as John used to say. This uh, you can find it on the internet. I bet. <clears throat> sure, Alex Jones would say that too. It's on the internet. Must be true. <laughs> it's on the internet. <laughs> so, in, in the middle of all this, it it's confusing because she's uh, Courtney Kardashian's friend. Now, who is Kylie Jenner to the Kardashians? I'm confused. The youngest, the youngest daughter. So, is there like some competition between them and the Kardashians? I don't. The I Jenners and the Kardashians, do they not get along or something? No, they get along, I thought. I don't know. I mean, they all have the same mother, right? Now I'm confused. Now I have no idea. Yeah, because it was, it was, uh, what's her face? Oh, because she married, she was married to Bob Kardashian, had the Kardashian girls, and then she married. He, yeah, he died Kylie. or something, right? Yeah, yes, he did. And then she married. Because he got Bruce OJ Jenner off and God wasn't going to let anybody not get punished for that. So. And now, so then she married Bruce Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, well, so, so now, they are all now. She's got two moms. 
anyway, Kylie Jenner is in the news on TikTok as well, because as it turns out, and I had to read this article three times to get okay. the issue. The headline is Kardashian fans mock Kylie Jenner after they notice, quote, horrendous, unquote, detail about her face in new TikTok. Hmm. News I don't know why you would care about. So I read it for you so you don't have to. OK, I, I, I had to read this article three times. Anything Kardashian and Jenner. I mean, right. Because I couldn't figure out what what's the problem. Her team finishes, put it, puts the finishing touches on her hair as she flaunted her complete looks at the lens. The video concludes with her modeling a sleek black form fitting dress with a plunging neckline. Finishing the look with a black leather jacket as she heads out for the evening. The video circulated online. Viewers had some choice words. Mainly her fuller than usual pout as they notice, quote, the lack of texture on Kylie's lips, unquote. Normal lips have texture, one person said. Someone posted a video of her taking her lip gloss off. Her lips have no definition. She needs to be wearing lipstick for them to have definitions. Are those her actual lips or did they just draw a lip liner on her all the way up to her nose? <laughs> Apparently, Kylie Jenner has no lips. And yeah, they, they did outline looking at the picture. They did outline her lips. And so it goes up onto her skin yeah. to make her lips look bigger. Okay. But is this the kind of thing where if I just saw a picture of Kylie Jenner out, out of the blue, I would go, look, her lips look, everything yeah. on this woman is fake. Yeah. Why all, am I surprised all, that her lips are all the Kardashians, right? I mean, all the, and right. the Jenners, right? I mean, they're all, they're engineered. I don't know, man. Engineered I beauty. I didn't realize that. And, and, and of course, the TikTok mockery of this is the amazing part because now you got the Kardashian fans mocking the Jenner fans because yeah. one of them's lips don't look right. And that, my friend, is the very definition of news I do not know why you would care about. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And um, I wanted to talk for just a minute. About, you know, we talked about show format last week. And this is kind of more serious stuff here. Are you still looking at the picture of Kylie Jenner? No, I was looking something up, but yeah. You're looking at the picture of the bikini, aren't you? I, no, I already did when you were talking about it. Oh. I had to click on the image to actually get to the right, right. Yeah. Right. Page. Was but, it yeah. worth it? I guess so. I'm, context is everything, Dave. Now, well, I, now I know what Addison Ray looks like. I still don't know who she is, but no, I, I have no idea why I she's famous. Other why than I would TikTok, care. But, right. <laughs> this is exactly the point. So uh, in the past, we have done this show. We, we always record the show on Sunday. Yeah. And I generally try to get it released on Sunday. However, last week caused me to reconsider that. I think we're going to start releasing this show on Mondays. So if you're used to listening on Sundays, you're going to have to wait a day. Okay. There's a very specific reason. Last week we had this beautiful story. Rod had this fantastic story. Was that in WTF? 
about the woman that yeah wanted to get married. That might have been the news nobody cared about. It, it might have been. I think it was, yeah. It was a beautiful story. It, it was. was. It was the kind of story that moves your heart and, yeah. and, uh, that thought her fiance had proposed right. to her and, yeah. He didn't. She, yeah, he didn't, he didn't even, wasn't even dating her. Right. <laughs> but because I got in such a hurry to get the show out on Sunday. Yeah. I missed an opportunity last week for you the did. absolute perfect, I mean, perfect bite mm-hmm. that we should have used there and we didn't use it because I was in such a rush. Yeah. So I've decided that I'm not going to be in a rush anymore. The show will be released on Monday so that I get a chance to fully digest things before we put it out. As long as it's Monday morning, it should be good. My son-in-law likes to listen on Mondays when he's at work and he's, he's back East. So. All right. Well, I can, I can agree to that, I suppose, but but keep in mind they're three hours ahead of us. So yeah, I know. So I'll have to let him know. Nine o'clock in the morning to him is. So if, if he's normally listening to us in the mornings, he's going to have to wait and listen to us. In the afternoon. Right. Might have to listen on Tuesday. Sorry. Sorry, Dylan. Yeah. But anyway, didn't he be paying attention to his little kids too? Well, I mean, he's, he's working. Hmm. All right. Well, at, at any rate, so we're, we're going to do that because I'm so I'm st- five days after the fact, I was still steamed about the idea that I missed this opportunity <laughs> to put this perfect bite. Yeah, in you're for beating that. yourself up. And, and I said to Rod, when did I say that on Monday? I missed Something that opportunity. Like that. Yeah. And you sent and me I, a link to it. I have been self-flagellating myself ever since because I'm I'm so angry about it. And 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 I just decided that, you know what, sometimes it's getting too big of a hurry, yeah. not really think just trying to get it out there. And I don't really need to do that. So unless somehow or another, if you don't get this on Sunday, your world is going to come to an end. And I don't think it is. But Considering we missed chance. how many weeks? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been <laughs> quite a while since we've been consistent again. So, anyway, for the record, this show will start being released on Mondays rather than Sundays. And if that's a problem for you, well, you can go look it up on the internet. You can listen to old shows. If you got to have one on Sunday, go all the way back to the very beginning and yeah. listen to those. Listen to our, you know, how how we how we started this. So back right. in the do not resuscitate days, right. Back when we liked, uh, what's her name? Rosamond Pike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who has another weird video out on on Instagram right now that is so... She's so strange now. (laughs) What happened to her? I have no idea. Because she was normal. And then we talked about her and it was like, meh. Yeah. become weird for money. (laughs) We talked about her and it was like, meh, okay. She's nose diving off the easy pen. Literally nose diving. Into an empty pool. This video is about her nose diving, and it's like, <laughs> you're so weird, woman. Anyway, hope you had a good week. Hope you have a good week coming up, and we will be back uh, next week, as far as I know. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be a little bit more talkative. Right. Headache is Rod has a really bad headache, and yeah. he's, he's, he looks like he's about to throw up. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just kind of bleh. Well, there you go. On that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. I'm Friar Rod. And this has been... What the frock? <laughs>